Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Very pleasant. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome in Angela Kennedy, uh, Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. And I guess it just depends on what part of my life you met me and what you know me as. Yeah, so right. there you are. <laughs> well, I met you uh, after you became a Robinson. I but, guess that's true. Uh, you know, that's true. Uh, but you associate me with Kennedy Financial with, Services. Yeah, so there we are. Jim and yes. and you know, That's right. So. That's right. So, yeah. Well, good morning to all of our listeners on Life Planning 101. As you know, we always like to start out with a, a little bit of humor on the show. And uh, she's going to get ugly. Yeah. I, that might mean I'm going to, you know, I try to compensate right so um let's go through life explained by god so when god created the world he also created a dog the monkey and the cow and it's a simple story told through the eyes of the dog the monkey and the cow in their conversations during creation on the first day god created the dog and said sit all day by the front door of your house and bark at anyone if anyone walks past for this i will give you a lifespan of 20 years And the dog said, that's a long time to be barking. How about only 10 years and I'll give you back the other 10? So God agreed. Second day, God created the monkey. And he said, entertain people, do tricks, make them laugh. For this, I'll give you a lifespan of 20 years. And the monkey said, monkey tricks for 20 years? That's a pretty long time to perform. How about I give you back the other 10 like the dog? Well, God agreed. And on the third day, he created the cow and said, you must go into the field with the farmer all day long and suffer under the sun, have calves, and give plenty of milk to support the farmer's family. For this, I will give you a lifespan of 60 years. And the cow said, well, that's kind of tough life for you want me to have for 60 years. How about 20 and I'll give you back the other 40? And God agreed. So on the fourth day, God created man. And he said, eat, sleep, play, be merry, and enjoy your life. For this, I'll give you only 20 years. But man said, only 20 years? Could you possibly give me the 20, the 40 the cow gave you back, the 10 the monkey gave you back, and the 10 the dog gave you back? That makes 80. Is that all right? God said, well, you asked for it. So that is why for the first 20 years, we eat, sleep, play, and enjoy ourselves. For the next 40, we slave in the sun to support our family. For the next 10, we do monkey tricks to entertain our grandchildren. And for the last 10, we sit on the front porch and we bark at everyone. (laughs) Yes, it is the perfect uh, intro into what we're going to be talking about today. And that is, what are you retiring to? And will you be flunking retirement (laughs) during the process so um several years ago we actually did this show and as of late there's been i think a lot of people that have taken this uh covid year and something has resonated with them and they've either decided to sell their lifelong work uh retire transfer it to the next generation but we're seeing more activity around this major life event than ever in any given year that I've seen before. So 
you know, one of the things as a, a certified retirement counselor is not just about the money. It's about making life for you because you have to realize when you retire, that's the first day of the rest of your life. How long is that going to be? Unknown. Unknown, right. And we're living in a world today. I mean, I remember this when I was a, a kid, and I remember my grandparents, and it maybe it's just being a kid, maybe all kids think this, but I remember thinking my grandparents are pretty old, right? And uh, they were in their, you know, looking back, they were in their late 60s. Right. Yes, but my grandfather also died in his late 60s. And that's just not common today. Not common at all, no. but it was then. You know, used to is you would retire best luck getting 15, maybe 20 years in retirement. And you'd spend the first 10 doing everything you can to travel, golf, spend time with your grandkids. In the last 10, you expected just to stay home a little bit more and be pretty solitude, right? right. It's kind of depressing if you think about it. <laughs> but that was the old retirement. Well, today's age 70 is the new age 50. Think about it. Yeah. I mean, that really is true, isn't it? We're living longer. We are actually living healthier for a longer period of time. And so if you are retiring early <laughs> at 55 and today's 70 is the new 50, think about how many what we call go-go years you're going to have in retirement. How many years that you have a lot of energy or could have a lot of energy to do something. And, you know, in addition to this, I think one motivating factor is, as we start to get older is we don't think about how long we're going to live. We think about the quality of life right. that we're going to have, right? Well, what keeps that quality of life going? I mean, is it something that you just make a decision to have a quality of life? No, it's been built up on for years leading up to retirement. That's right. So it's not like a light switch that you can say, oh, I'm going to have a quality of life for this many years on, and then I'm going to turn that quality of life off <laughs> after this many years. It doesn't quite work like that. Absolutely not. Right? And yet, don't we think about retirement that way? I mean, if you think about it, don't you think about having a quality of life for X number of years and then just turning that switch off? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That we actually think that way? What's really beginning to me about this is that the fact that what actually causes that quality of life to decline is the thought that you don't have a thought about it. Yeah. What if you don't plan for a quality of life? What if you don't spend the years making that quality of life happen? You're just in the do mode. You're a human doing, not a human being. Right? Right. And we all get in that mode. And unfortunately, we think at retirement, we're going to have more time. So we'll stop being a human doing and we'll start being a human being. But you've been a human doing for so long that you don't really know how to be a human being. And you never stop and take the time to think about it. So the human doing that you become is a human doing that was different before. But that doesn't really make it a better human doing. And it doesn't give you a quality of life in the future. Human doing. A human doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's not what we're called, is it? It's human doings. But isn't it what we do? Yes. Yeah, we just move from one activity to the next without much thought, without much progress. We call these obligations, so to speak, right? There are obligations. And this course has a whole spiritual realm behind it that you could get off down that tangent. 
what we're not going to go there today. But what we are going to talk about is we're going to talk about that quality of life in retirement. And we're going to talk about the fact that you could flunk retirement if you don't start thinking about how to be that human being rather than just that human doing. Right here on Life Planning 101 today, you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to give you some hazard thoughts to see if you're in danger. We're going to give you some tools to see how you could actually have the most successful retirement you can have. And we're going to give you resources that you're not going to want to miss right here. Life Planning 101 when we come back. Segment two already, Life Planning 101. Angela has all kinds of great information for us. As always, Angela. Yes. What will you retire to? And will you get an F in retirement? (laughs) Will you be a human being or a human doing? (laughs) Will you be a human being or a human doing? You know, I love this uh, this guy. I don't know who he was that actually said, uh, I can't wait to retire so I can get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and go drive around really slow to make everyone late for work. (laughs) So what a purpose. What a purpose to have in retirement, right? But in reality, will you be getting an F in retirement? And by F, we don't necessarily mean any bad words. We just mean the word frustrated, bored, unenthused. This is a real thing, okay? So here's what I'm going to I'm going to actually go through some hazard thoughts of, you know, what could cause you to flunk retirement. And then we're going to come back and then we're going to talk about some planning activities and things that you can actually do to work through these thoughts and really take some time here. Because, again, if you don't spend time figuring out how to be a human being, then you're going to continue to be that human doing in retirement. You're going to wake up one day without the quality of life that you really wanted to have. And why retire? What's the point if you can't actually make those your greatest years? They're called your golden years. And I think we take that for granted because in your golden years, there's so many things that you can accomplish that you've never got to accomplish before. And if you ask people in a, as a rule of thumb, did you actually do that in retirement? They don't. Right. They're excited. They're enthused. It's like having a newborn baby or getting married and you're in that little love period or getting your first job. But then as slowly as things just go on, things start to dissolve. So how do you make that not happen? Right. That's kind of a biggie. So let's go through these hazard thoughts. I don't know what I want to do. I'm sick of work. I'm sick of the customers. I'm sick of COVID-19. I'm sick of sick of uh, Zoom meetings, right? I'm sick of moving around. I'm sick of traveling for business all the time. You know, there's a, a variety of reasons people say I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. But the bottom line is they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. Yeah. And that happens, especially with people that have had the same career for 35, 40 years. It happens. Maybe their bosses change and they just can't handle another big change. Maybe technology. This is been a big one I've seen a lot is that the technology will change so drastically they just say I'm done Uh, we actually saw a flood of doctors retiring uh, a few years ago when a lot of the regulations and the technology changed because they just said I I, I can't I can't make this major change with this And, and it's basically being sick and tired of being sick and tired right so the problem with being sick and tired and sick and tired of being sick and tired is that when you're in that mode what is your thinking like? Is it positive or negative? Probably negative. Probably negative, right? So are you in a place to back the train up and ask yourself, what does living life on purpose mean for me? No. No, you're not. Okay, so you can see why that's a hazard thought, right? 
So let that be a warning to you that you really need to give some serious attention to what you're going to be retiring to. So you don't continue to be the human doing and find yourself sick and tired of retirement five years down the road because that does happen. Right. Okay. Hazard thought number two. I'm 65. I should retire. I don't have to work anymore. I have enough money. I actually had this uh, conversation with the lady a few weeks ago. Her husband's retiring. So she's like, well, I, I should probably just retire with him. I, I like working, but I should probably just retire with him. Whew, I'm not so sure that's a good reason. Uh, yeah. Because if there's not a, a motivating thing for you to, for something for you to be retiring to at that point, and you still enjoy being engaged in your work, what's going to replace that engagement? You better have something. That's right. That's right. I actually have seen marital problems between people for this reason right here specifically i'm not gonna pick on you ranchers okay so but in reality seriously business owners and ranchers probably have this worse than anybody because they sell a business together they sell a ranch together they make that life change together usually one is ready and one isn't well then come the marital problems because one is ready to re-engage. Let's go do this, 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 this. And they would buy the, you know, Sonic down the road just to stay busy, right? Right. Um, the other one is like full retirement mode. Let's, Let's just travel. travel. Let's just do this. Well, think about those two attitudes towards life when you're young and vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling against each other. It's not going to work, right? So big hazard thought. Hazard thought number three. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to relax the first time in a long time i'm going to be an involved grandparent i'm going to do everything i can for them i'm going to travel and i'm going to play tennis sounds great right sounds like a great lifestyle yeah it's like vacation 365 days a year but yeah? do you have the money to do that no yeah that's a great question number two is did you hear anything in there that would engage that person's mind no okay so if we don't use it, guess what happens? We lose it. We lose it. And that's a real thing. The older you get, the more you need to engage your mind. And I'm not just sitting here and talking about playing Sudoku. Okay. <laughs> or, or crossword puzzles. I mean, I love them too. Not crossword puzzles. Um, but I love, I love puzzles too. But that's not enough engagement in your mind. You need to be challenged and not just challenged in something that you find <laughs> you find that you like to do like a puzzle, right? You actually have to be challenged. The other thing to that, and you may get this to being a grandparent, but I will say this. I have yet to see grandparents stay actively involved with their grandchildren through the grandchild's college years. Grandchildren get to that age that they become independent. Yes. Right? They separate from the home for that period of that season of life. So if you wrap your world around your grandkids, what's going to end up happening when they become independent? You're going to have a hole in your life. You are going to have a hole. So you may have a purpose for a time being, but where is the purpose after that? Travel? Tennis? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe not. maybe not. But those sound like some hazard thoughts you probably need to think through. And the last hazard thought. Ah, I've got my wife. We'll find something to do. Yeah. That really is what people think when they retire. I've heard it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And the reality is, is that... Yeah, you may have your wife. You may not. I, I hate to say it like that, but that might happen. Um, but moreover, is that is that engaging? Right. 
is that really what life's about? Is that really where your God-given purpose falls into things, right? And, you know, we went through an exercise. This has been months ago. I don't know if you remember. It was, you know, we're talking about the lifetime extender that Strategic Coach does. Right. And talking about finding that purpose of, you know, what really is giving you push and pull in your life and being able to wrap your life around that. And, you know, the one beautiful thing about retirement is, It's the first time you have time to really do that, right? True. So I know you might be worn out. I know you might be tired, but maybe it's a time to redirect your attention to what really matters most in your life, for your life, not relying upon other people. So when we come back on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about some planning activities and give you some great tools to work on retiring to living life on purpose. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Angela? Yes. What are you retiring to? Will you flunk retirement? Will you be a human doing in retirement and just continue old patterns? Or can we stop the old tapes? If you flunk retirement, do you get to do it over? You know, that's a really good question. (laughs) I've yet to see someone with the energy to do that. Um, Usually the next step is, uh, well, okay. Um, So (laughs) let's talk about retiring too. And uh, what you could actually be doing. We talked about some hazard thoughts before the break. If you've missed part of this show, you can always go back and listen to it. We've got all of our podcasts out there. You could search Life Planning 101 and bring us up because this is really good stuff. And then I will add to that. We have some retiring to worksheets that if you go to our website at www.kennedy-financial.com, you'll be able to go on, enter your email address, and download these worksheets. And they're all about retirement readiness. That's what they are. They're all about exactly everything we've talked about today. How do you put your strengths to work in retirement? How do you put your mind to work in retirement? How do you put your soul to work in retirement? How do you put your social life, your relationships to work in retirement? And what do I mean by that, right? Your social circle. So that's where we're going to start today because I really feel like this is probably one of the best areas for you to think about. And it's one of the least areas thought about. And, you know, there's a great tool we use, but the reality is if you think you've been to work with your your people that you've worked with for 30, 25 years, and then you leave, all those people, any of them you're close to, any of them you talk to on a regular basis, how are you going to replace those social circles yeah, in your life? Yeah, that is gone. Yeah, it's gone, right? We've seen this with COVID. Let this be a wake-up call. I mean, they're literally talking this morning about getting that shot out there so we can all go back to normal and the depression can go down. The drinking can go away, right? Social circles. Domestic this is abuse. Yeah, exactly. Social circles are extremely important. So there's an awesome tool on here to be able to talk about that and use. But the reality is to just start thinking about it. And how are you going to replace those social circles in your life? And get out there and do something new. The older people get, if they are at all introverted, the worse the introversion gets. And that's true, I think, with all of us. We get comfortable. We get comfortable in our spaces. We get comfortable doing the same things over and over again. Well, retirement's a big change. And it's kind of like moving your kid from one school to another. What are you going to do about that? Because if you are an introvert, it makes it even tougher. Right. So you really need to put some thought into this. It's big. Okay. Number two, talking about your soul. What gives you a sense of meaning? 
you don't realize when you've done life's work for so long how much meaning and sense of contribution you've felt that that has made over the years and actually what drive it's given you, what purpose it's given you, how much happiness it's given you. Well, today's the first day of the rest of your life. So what's that sense of meaning going to be for the next leg of life, right? And you need to think about what you really could do. What what are some goals? You know, you don't hear retirement and goals often in the same same sentence. But you should. But you should. You're exactly right. In fact, these are your best years. This is the years that you can take all that wisdom that you've built and recycle that to future generations. Leave an imprint. Leave do something that is momentous and you have the time and you have the energy to do it. So you need to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's powerful. So we've got soul tools. Now, let's talk about your strengths, because I think this goes hand in hand. We've all got God-given strengths, things that we're, we're really, really good at, and we have things that we're really, really bad at. You know, you need to focus on those strengths, because those strengths are actually what gives you an enormous amount of energy. They really do. And when you're working, if you, especially if you worked at a place for 30, 35 years, you probably put these strengths to work every day, and you don't even consider them strengths. Because they just come natural to you or something that was, you know, something you've, you've been doing for that long. But other people look at that and go, holy smokes, I can't believe they're able to do that. So you might need to ask people, what do you see my strengths as? Maybe you need to do some quizzes. Uh, we've got a couple of those on the, our worksheets that you could go out there and do. Um, I love the book Strengths Finder 2.0 and actually has a quiz that's built into that book. It's really good. But you need to ask yourself, you know, if you've got like, what are your top five strengths? How are you putting them to work before retirement? And then how are you going to put them to work after retirement? Don't forget them. Because if you stop using those God-given talents, your sense of purpose is going to go away. Right. It's going to happen. And then let's talk about your mind. Hmm. Right. Isn't that a fear? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big fear. It's a big fear because we're seeing more and more dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, these mind diseases that nobody wants, Right. So how are you going to put your mind to work in retirement? And again, I'm not talking crossword puzzles here. You know, how are you going to engage yourself? Maybe you need to get involved with um, something you're passionate with. It has nothing to do with going back to work. Maybe you sit on a board. Maybe you um, are helping plan activities. Maybe. Church. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. But you've got to put your mind to work. So that's another tool in here. And then I think the most important is, are you retiring to happiness? Does that sound kind of redundant after all of this? And it might, but there are activities you've been doing your whole life that will disappear at retirement that brought you a lot of happiness. You know, I know my mom, she goes by and she picks up stuff for the office all the time, little treats for people, does things. And the day she retires, that's going to stop. Right. Well, that brings her a sense of happiness to be able to do that for other people. How's she going to replace that? Right? Have to find a way. You have to find a way. But the first step is you got to be thinking about these things. You got to stop. You got to focus. You can't just keep being a human doing and expect to be a human being in retirement, like with the click of a switch, right? It doesn't work that way. You have to stop and think, what am I going to retire to? How am I going to do this? So use our worksheets. Go to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com. Drop in your email. You'll be able to download the worksheets right there and go to work because this, this is probably the most important thing as you get ready for retirement. First day of the rest of your life. That's right. 
Thank you for listening. God bless everyone. Have a great week. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services in the great town of Eastland, Texas. We'll speak to you next week on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.